Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dash Podcast. I'm joined by Rihanna and Ronnie Fitz. These are some gurus of fitness, and I'm excited to talk about them. Hopefully, y'all can give me a few tips today so I can get myself in shape a little bit. Looking like y'all getting started. How you doing today? Yeah, how you doing? Feeling really good. Good, good. Well, you know, it's 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 been interesting seeing y'all, you know, in, in, in just the way that um, you know, you come up and we're obviously contemporaries. Rihanna, we went to school yeah. a long time ago, high school a long time ago, and, and just seeing it's it's interesting seeing the progression as you get older. Um and one time I asked my dad if, if he chose his friends because they were successful and he looked at me like I was crazy. But you know, people you just find a way to attract yourself around each other. And even when you're not in personal contact, you see it and it's inspiring. So how did y'all how did y'all get started on this fitness thing? I think it's so tight that y'all are y'all are married and y'all have a business together and like are able to intertwine both of those. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I guess I'll start. So our, our actually our story is a little funny. So um, I start with my personal transformation because it kind of intertwines with how I met Ronnie and how you know we kind of came to do R and R fit. But I gained a lot of weight in college, and pretty much the normal way you know everybody gains weight in college: drinking, yeah. eating fast food, not doing anything. <laughs> um, so I'll skip pretty much how I lost most of the weight and go right into how I met Ronnie, since that was the question you asked. But I was on Instagram one day, you know, looking through fitness stuff, looking on, looking up some ideas for motivation and inspiration. And I saw an Instagram page called Anger Management Fitness. And mm. they were looking for career reps for the business. So pretty much rock the apparel, um, look good in it. And this is, I had lost some weight at this point in time. So I was, you know, I was looking to kind right. of, you know, talk it around or whatever. So <laughs> I messaged Anger Manager Fitness on Instagram and Anger Manager Fitness messaged me back. And uh, long story short, I got accepted as a brand rep. Well, come okay. to find out, I was talking to Ronnie the whole time. Wow. <laughs> and he was behind Anger Manager Fitness. So like, wow. he the weightlifting, because I had already had lost some weight, but I was still sloppy, not really toned, you know, things like that. Um, so he introduced me to weightlifting and helped me tone up, put on some nice muscle tone, um, bring it all together, mm. um, educated me a little bit, a little bit more about nutrition, and it's kind of been a wrap from there. He started coming down to see me. We started hanging out, and okay, it's a little... <laughs> okay. So that was like, yeah. So that's that's that was like her her version. So mine's a little bit different. Um, of course, a lot of people knew me as like the fitness guy in college because I started Grease That Lift and Anger Management Fitness um, back when I was at Purdue University. Um, and at, at that point in time, the only reason I really worked out was just for confidence. It wasn't okay. really for health. I didn't really care. About it. I just wanted to look good. I, right. That was really it. Um, but our business actually came into play when I went through a big, a big transformation. That's that's the one you've seen. So okay. basically, I gained a lot of weight as an adult. Gotcha. Um, I got hit with life. So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the same as college. You know, I, a lot of people know my story. I was going through a custody battle. Um, mm. I'm, I was working 65 plus hours a week, highly wow. underpaid. And that was that time around when I had to make that transformation happen. Wow. So when I did make it happen, I realized like, yo, this is different than when I did it in college because mm. it was a lot more at stake now. Mm. Like if me being lazy and I, I wouldn't say lazy, but you know, using those excuses that, you know, I got too much going on, I'm stressed, I'm going right. through stuff. I was using a lot of that to, to make up for what I wasn't doing. I wasn't taking care of myself. So when I did make the transformation happen, I was like, holy <laughs> crap, like, everybody, you know, this whole industry is making it about weight loss, and it's not. Mm. It's not about weight loss. Like, mm. I mean, it's about weight loss is a path, but ultimately it's about your physical, mental health. Wow. Like, entirely, and that's when... I, we created the online business and we and we started coaching couples. Yeah. And 
Mm-hmm. Couples was was hard because men and women can't be in the same room. Mm. <laughs> so we struggled with, with the with the thought of couples and we ended up splitting and I ended up doing men only and she ended up doing women only. Okay. And then, long story short, we we invested all of our money into a business coach. Wow. And that was the foundation of us creating the businesses wow. that we today so it's wow. and it goes on the story gets yeah, deeper and deeper yeah. but <laughs> well shoot I, I mean that's but the, but that's powerful you know and, and i'm coming into a situation i'm i'm engaged myself i don't know if we'll be in business right. together or or not um but that's that's powerful just to hear that you know and how you can inspire each other and it's even it's, it's different you know thinking about um previous generations of of life, you know, my, my grandfather grew up picking cotton in some situations, but um, in in the generation X and the baby boom generation, the the man was more so dominant, in control, decision making. But now you see it's it's a switch to where it's it's a unit, you know. And, and from my perspective, like that's that's dope to me to see a man and wife working together and doing it as a unit. So so tell me more about like that um, that transformation because I see Rihanna, your Alpha Life program, or excuse me, Ronnie Alpha Life program and Rihanna Queen for Life program. So how did, you know, with that business coach, how did that kind of help you get your business plan together and, and really rock as a unit? Well, <clears throat> we were just marketing, like we didn't know, it. we didn't have any idea what to do before Lynn, his name was Lynn Trend, that's our business coach, but we were just pretty much just posting on Facebook, mm-hmm. random testimonials here and there, trying to get clients, reaching for clients, pretty much not begging for clients, but you know, right. you don't really know how to get clients, that's what it was. Lynn helped us put tons of systems into place, you know, helped us figure out how to run Facebook ads, how to figure out, and most importantly, I think, he helped us figure out our message. Mm. Yeah. So, before, yeah, that, I would say yeah. that's the most important part because before I started doing the Queen for Life program, I didn't have a message. I was working with everybody. Right. But now I narrow down. I work with, especially now that I'm pregnant, the busy wife and mother. You know, mm. I can really narrow it down, find that woman who needs to work on her, like Brownie said, not only her physical, but her mental. Yeah. Right. You know, and make it a long term journey rather than just a get fit, quick scheme, fat loss type of deal. Mm. So, like, the, big, the biggest thing, and this is, I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound cocky. I just learned a lot of, I, this is my fourth business, by the way, gotcha. everybody. And so I've, wow. I've learned a lot of lessons at a very young age. Yeah. We're not in a business, but we live in a, a world that, and this is getting like deeper, but a, a lot of fake things is what flourishes. Fake mm-hmm. body, fake look. And now people are starting to not like that anymore. They want to see real. real. So our coach showed us how to create a real message from something that we went through. So mm. he was the one that directed us like, Yo, the fact that you went through that transformation, stop talking about how you did it. Start talking about the pain that wow. you were in wow. that caused the have to, that caused you to need to make that transformation. Yeah. With and that's so basically we run our business off of truth and honesty. It's, it started with us. So everything that we coach, mm. I was the family man that was struggling for my family, both financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, wow. and I made that transformation happen. Same thing with her. Mm. So that's what, you know, once you, once we figured out our message, all the, you know, the tools and the systems, those things don't work if you don't have a message that people can resonate with, mm-hmm. especially now. Like people don't want to see no booty workouts. Like some people do, but a lot of people don't, you know, <laughs> women don't want to see that yeah. anymore because it looks un- unobtainable. Yeah. You know, men don't want to see the bodybuilder. You don't know if he's on steroids or if he's natural. Like they want to see real life. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. So that's kind of what we show people mm. like the message is you can do this too for yourself and your family. Too. Yeah. And and even keeping it real, you know, I like food, we like to work out, we like those things. So it's it's you know, it's honest from that standpoint. 
Um, and I think I saw, you know, your post. I don't know when it was because um, y'all post, y'all do post so well and they're, they're engaging posts and inviting. Um, you were talking about the difference in your weight from maybe 110 to 127 oh, yeah, um, and how you yeah, felt yeah. better when, when you actually weighed more and you were eating what you wanted to. Um, but I'm interested, you know, take, take me to the root, you know, and some of that pain and, and Ronnie, I'm not familiar with your story of, of both your businesses and, and the pain that you've been through, but, but take me to that place. Cause I'm, I'm a big believer myself that pain is purpose. Um, and, and myself, you know, it's, it's been dealing with, um, with my own baggage and with my own, I felt rejection, um, from my dad. I, I grew up, you know, uh, with a I single, met, I met my dad on my wedding, uh, two months ago. So, <laughs> wow. 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 That's interesting. That's interesting. Real shade room stuff right there. Dang, that is wild. That is, I, well, shoot, I've known my dad all my life and I knew my siblings all my life, but um, they didn't know me until I was 10. And they didn't know that I was that they had me as a brother until I was 10 or 11 years old. And when I found that out, um, it, it, it took me to a place where everything that I did was just to, to prove that I was worth it or, or to get my dad to say he loved me or this or that. And Ultimately, it took seven years to have the conversation, but ended up having like three conversations over 10 hours um, for me to realize that it, it, you know, the decision he made was not about me. You know, it was something that he was dealing with and it was something that he he was going through and it had nothing to do with his love for me or his acceptance of me. But I had to get that in my mind. And that pain is what really drove me to start a business and do all the stuff I have speaking and and make that a reality. So where were you at from your pain? What is that pain? that brought you to the place of purpose? Yeah, so my, my biggest pain was, and I, I don't even know where it truly came down from because I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14. I actually, mm, wow. I actually got suspended for getting caught in the, in the bathroom in East Chicago Central for cutting hair with a razor. Wow. Yeah, I've been an entrepreneur so long, but I, I knew one thing and I knew that this system world, I, I won't be a part of it. That mm. was my biggest driving factor is I won't be a part of this system that the world, there has to be a system. You know, I'm not, I'm not neglecting it. I just, what do you mean the system? So the system is go to, you know, right now, the system will always change. It'll, it'll evolve, but it'll always be controlled. You go to school, yeah. you have all these hopes and dreams. Like I thought that when I went to college, I got out, I thought that I would be making 80,000. Like my perception was I'm, I'm going to be in a suit and I'm going to go to work and I'm going to have a briefcase. I'm going to be very important. Mm. That's how I felt. But I ended up managing a paint store. And there's nothing against that. Yeah. It, was, it was also a stepping stone. It's just not what I expected to happen with the amount of money that I invested, the amount of time I invested, and the perception that the world gave to me, including mm. my own family. Like everybody told me that. Right. So that's when I started starting the businesses. I was like, I'm going to find a way. And I honestly didn't know what I was driving for. I just okay. knew that what I, where I seen everybody going, I didn't want to be that. Yeah. So that was like my first business when I was a freshman in college, fresh university. If, if people mm. remember from I remember that. I do remember that. I didn't know that was you. <laughs> yeah, wow. that was me. It was big. It was actually really big. Yeah. I didn't have a purpose. Like I didn't know what I was doing. But the, then I started the... clothing the lines. Then I started two different clothing lines and then mm. I started the online training. So but okay. I, my, my issue was like I it is the world seemed unfair. And yeah. I, I felt that there was a way around it. I just didn't know how to do it or where to go. Mm. I just I wasn't gonna stop until I figured it out. Okay. So that was my pain behind it. Really didn't happen. And my grandpa was kind of against it. He's the one that wanted me to go to school to be a, a computer science major, which I did for two weeks and I quit <laughs> <laughs> because that's probably the hardest two weeks of my life. Right. Really. 
wanted me to go wherever the money was. Mm. And I'm like, man, that that just doesn't seem right. You know, I, it doesn't seem like doing something forever. And I see people, people in my family to this day that work the same job for, for 15, 20 years. I'm yeah. happy. And yeah. I just can't see that happening for yeah. myself. So I won't let it happen. So if that makes sense. That mm-hmm. answers your question. Without a doubt, it definitely does. How about yourself, Rihanna? Mine's actually the exact opposite. I never wanted to actually own a business or be mm. an entrepreneur, but my story was a little different. So growing up, I always wanted more. You know, I always wanted to have an awesome life and have all these awesome things and be free and live. But I didn't really know how to go about it. And I was always really smart. You know, I always was really good in school. Like did everything right. And I was pretty much going to do with the, the. I was pretty much just going to go to school, get a degree. Right and work a job like literally my degrees in mass communications and marketing because that's what i thought i was gonna do mm. um and it really took meeting ronnie honestly to to get me to kind of open up and realize that i could work for myself and i could have more and i could use my talents for for other things like i didn't have to work for the man because that's all i thought right you know growing up, that's all my stepdad told me like I really, I'm a first generation, so I really didn't see anything else from mm. my family, like success-wise. I really didn't have any direction. Um, so I, you know, I just, I always had big dreams, big hopes. I've always been a hard worker, you know, very smart, but I didn't really know how to utilize it. So when I met yeah. him, it kind of just came all together. Okay. So I took my skill set, and then it was like it just amplified based yeah. off of what he already. He wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to. I had all these dreams and all these visions, and together it became something really. Wow. Cool. So when y'all, when y'all, were you guys familiar with each other when when you met when you made that phone call to be part of anger management? I had I saw him on Instagram, like you know, just because if you go to IU, I was at IU and yeah. Purdue, you see all those people on your timeline all the time. Of course. So I seen him here and there, um, but I had no idea who he was. Yeah, and it was just business only. Like I was reaching mm. out to all the people. I, I've seen people in college like working out a lot, making these night transformations. Right. So I'm like, and I'm trying to grow anchor management at the time, and I'm just at that point. I think we had, you know, 14 or 15 brand reps. Yeah. Okay. So it was, like I knew, I didn't really know of her. I, I knew she was from from you know Instagram, yeah. but I didn't know who she really was. Yeah. So you know, meaning you, like I said, it was. I had like at that point, I had like five people on my anger management team, but it was like me running the Instagram. So right. now, yeah, we, we know each other. Okay. Yeah, it was, really, it was interesting. How, how did how did that start? You know, from from getting started on the on the brand recognition tip. And growing, how did y'all grow in business and in your relationship? We did skip apart. Yeah, I started so, to that and you started yeah, so she yeah. she asked me for help with weight training. Mm. And it did, I'm not a trainer yet. Like, I, I gotcha. know a lot, but I don't really know how to teach other people. But I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, so we started for months. Like, I was like, okay. yeah, I gave her a plan, and then she started following. She started doing really good. And now I'm, I'm training my boy as well, Johnny Johnny Jones, meaning he's twice my size. But I'm training my, <laughs> my boy as well. But um, And that's kind of how we started to develop the the kind of relationships. Mm. Just, like, texting, talking. Right. But it was like months. It was like a long time. Like It was right. never like anything for, for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, we got along really. Like that's the thing about me and Ronnie. We always, like, we got along from the start. We were a very much alike. Like, I remember really weird. Remember group me? I don't know if you still use group me or anything like that, but we had a group me chat. It was so funny. We used to ask random questions. Your favorite artist, your favorite food. It was always the same. Gotcha. Like, it was just so ironic to meet somebody who just has the same interests, the same dreams, the same hopes. Granted, I didn't want to own a business at the time when we first met or have the same type of, I don't know, the dread direction that Ronnie had, right. but it was all the same type of, it was in the same realm all the time. Mm, like, yeah. So it slowly just pieced itself together. Yeah, right. Right. And, 
it's never intentional, of course. Yeah. It just pieces up. Yeah. But like, I had a crazy experience in college. Yeah. And then I had a baby <laughs> in college. So, mm. like, I was never really what? trying to force anything. It yeah. Was like, it happened, you know. Yeah, well, that that's kind of how it goes sometimes, man. When you're not worried about putting your best foot forward and just being yourself and being open and honest, I mean, you you'll be surprised at uh, what comes with it. I um, you know, I've known, I knew my fiance for like six years before we even started dating, and we were always like really just platonic friends, just like you're talking about now. But I was listening to a, a development tape with Tony Robbins, and he talked about describing your woman or your partner in in every way: the way she greets you, the way her hair is, the way she hugs you. And I paused the tape and just started talking out loud for five minutes. And I was like, damn, it's, it's her. Like, you know, and it's her, you know. So I, I think I think I told her I loved her before we even started dating. And it was just, we had already built that foundation as friends. And it was easy to kind of jump off from from that point. Um, that's that's pretty cool. That's a that's a great story. And I think that's something that's, that's good for people to hear, you know, that you could be on the same page and that you could work together. Um, how how has your business flourished since you got to be R and R? Like when you when you try to do it together, how did y'all figure out that okay we need to do it together but separately? Yeah, so hey, it's, it's that that's a, a pretty crazy story because I kind of you know my business my business coach is pretty huge now, mm. but we were one of the first that joined him. We didn't know gotcha. that because he was really good at what he does. His marketing was on point. Gotcha. We didn't know we were one of his first clients, but we came in as couples. So we came in as the the, the trainers that train couples. Um, mm. so we ran like a couple 21-day couple challenges, which were very successful because of our organic traffic. Gotcha. But we to bring those same challenge types into the Facebook advertising world, basically cold traffic. And that was when a cyber reality came into place. And mm. that was when we built our program off of community and like-minded people. Okay. Well, no matter how, you know, how good your relationship is, you cannot put your wife and your husband in the same room and expect them to open up to each other. Gotcha. And that's what we did. So we had all these couples in a Facebook group, but they gotcha. weren't talking. Yeah. It's a couple of them broke up while why they mm. working with us. Dang. So it like, and then we was like, you know, complaining to our business coach, like it's not working. Like we want to quit. And he's like, no, I, I, I think I know what's going on. You need to separate. We're like separate. Right. Yeah, we done built this whole entire business off of just us. Yeah. Um, then we started working on. We separated. I didn't do men yet. We did women first only. Okay. And you tell a story on that. Yeah, so um, we so we, we branched off and we started with just my program. At the time, pretty much Ronnie had took a back seat and was helping me with my stuff. Gotcha. So he was like, okay, I'm not going to do man. We're going to work on your ends, you know, see if it'll boom. Hmm. So we ran one, was it a seven-day? Yeah. We won one seven-day challenge, a free seven-day challenge, which I do all the time for marketing strategy. But this was the very first one back in 2017, I think of February of last year. Gotcha. And literally, Trey, when I tell you that it, like, I think we have, I, I almost probably made $20,000 from that challenge. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, like, and from then on, I'm, I kid you not, it was like we just got this flame. And I mm. kept running, kept running, kept running. Them. And I think it was June of last year, Ronnie Branch off did his Alpha Life program. That's and that, we've man. been separate ever since. Wow. And, yeah. yeah and and that's we, crazy. We eventually, we eventually plan to bring it back together as we build, like, as we build up a little bit. Right. Yeah. This year was crazy. Yeah. We got married and all the baby. Yeah, we got too much going mm -hmm. on. So that's kind of how the separate thing started. Okay. I think my sister was a part of one of those programs. Well, I remember. Yeah, it's yeah. still in my yeah. program. Oh, is she? Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. All right, Valencia. I didn't. I didn't. I remember she told me that a while ago that she was working with you. I'm like, she did, she did the 21 day challenge that we just told you about. Her okay. And, and I'm not sure if they're together, but her and her, her past man. Okay. 
they both did really good. And yep. this has been with Rihanna ever since. Yeah, gotcha. Then people my way and everything. Mm, that's what's up. That's what's up. Should, could you could you tell that? Um, I mean, because it's not an accident, right? When your business is successful, I mean, you can you can achieve success to a certain point without a strategy. But when it when it starts to overflow and really spill over, what, did you know it was about to happen like that? Like you said, twenty k off top. Well, we no idea. well, uh, it's kind of weird how we met our business coaches. So this this is a quick nothing backstory. So we we when we first started this business that first year, two thousand fifteen or sixteen, we only made sixteen thousand dollars, and mm. I, we actually got evicted. Wow. Uh, I took a leap of faith and I quit my job. I finally said, forget, I want to encourage you, forget corporate America. Right. And I quit cold turkey to try to run this business. And we, it did not wow. go well. We made money, but like mm-hmm. that side money, we yeah. didn't make you know, mainstream yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> but man, like, I was actually applying for jobs again to go back to corporate America when I found my business coach. Mm. And he started kind of giving us free advice and this and that. And that's, he's the one to introduce us into running those challenges. Okay. So we paid that first little bit of money just off of his free advice. Gotcha. And I'm like, yo, do you have a program? Like, what do you do that I need? You know, this mm. free stuff is good, but I need the full thing. Right. And, you know, come to find out his full thing is $25,000. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So uh, me and Rihanna almost broke up over it because I scrambled every <laughs> right. penny that I had Dang. and it didn't help. Wow. And that was the leap of faith, the craziest thing no, I've ever done. No, yeah, we spent yeah. ten thousand the first time. Yeah, yeah. Then, okay. Then, like, yeah. That's not a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then that. So then, like, cause I, so basically, we see, we already seen how the strategy worked, but we knew that there was more. Mm-hmm. So he had already showed us like how to generate leads, how to warm people up, how to develop trust before you ever sell anything. Yeah. And one of the biggest turning points that we've that's helped us get here is developing trust first because everybody thinks everything is a scam. Yeah. Mm. So now everything that we do, if you see us posting stuff, we're developing trust and only for the people that we right. can help. We don't help everybody because yeah. not everybody wants to be helped, even though they say they want to be helped. Yeah. So we got that little bit of juice, and then once we got into his actual program, it was like done deal. Like okay. all the systems, all the connections, all the how tos, everything's laid out step by step. Mm. We didn't know it was gonna boom like That's it what did. No, so, yeah. like, that was you yeah. know dream come true. Like we didn't we didn't know he said it. He said yeah, it was going to. Right. We didn't. Be- we believed, but we mm. didn't believe. Mm. So. And let me just say too, like you know, we hit our first hundred thousand dollars from the business last September. Yep. Okay. Last, last, and we had, um, it was still an unreal feeling. Like we had no freaking idea online, our online coaching businesses were gonna bring in a hundred thousand. Like, wow. It was still unbelievable, honestly. You know, and it's, it's all. But he, I mean, he's a step ahead. Like, it, yeah. It, I mean, you know, guys, listen, feel free to follow Lynn Trent. Like, I'm still loyal to him to this day. I'm actually one of his lieutenants inside of the program. And it's not, I will never say, like, you know, join him. Because right. you got to do such an in-depth application to get in. Mm. You don't want nobody that ain't serious. So it's the yeah. same way we do with our business. Like, we don't want, yeah. we don't want to waste nobody's time or money or our own. Wow. So wow. That's, it's all, our, whole, our whole mindset and perception of business and life has just changed mm. so much in the past two years. That's that's interesting. You know, just building to that point. I started I started my company, Gambridge Enterprise, in January of twenty seventeen. Um and, and, and similar, you know, I knew I wanted I kinda had three prongs and still do a, a corporate community and commercial piece. And it's now starting to, to come together in a lot of ways, but I started I was speaking at first and that was more of the, the commercial piece and then I started consulting 
um, with the, I'm an education consultant with the charter school around here. And then the community is kind of the, the city council piece, which isn't really part of the business, but putting it together. But it just started with the idea of, of adding value and making it easier to do what you love. Um, and, and I was blessed to have the first consulting opportunity, which was helping me to leave my job um, along with some of the speaking opportunities. But now I'm getting, it's starting to circle back around now. It's like, okay, Trey, like you've, you've had your business for a year now um, or a year and a half close to now. And I feel like I've done well. You know, I've made a lot of accomplishments. I've grown very well. But it's like, Trey, you haven't applied the lessons that you've learned so far. You know, and you can take this to a whole another level, but it's, it's getting those systems in play. How did you know that it was time to to get have a coach to help you um, to help you take it to the next level? Yeah, so I'm gonna say this to everybody and anybody: if you try to do it on your own, the chances of you failing is like 99. percent Go out and find somebody that knows what you don't. Mm. If people, like people have too much pride, or they yeah. think they can do it on. What is the point of you learning lessons that you don't have to learn? Some lessons <laughs> are very important. You're going to learn them regardless. Yeah. But it's you at least learn less. Right. Less of those lessons. So I knew this is my third, fourth business. I'm like, yo, I have no clue what I'm doing. I think I'm doing the right things, but there's clearly something wrong. I don't understand. I, we try running Facebook ads without knowing how to do right. an ad. I'm throwing two, three hundred dollars right. a pop into an ad. Just running it. Is running into the black space like just come come look at me smile and talk yeah it's like it don't work like that you yeah know? And i didn't understand that so if we if i wouldn't you know i was almost on my way to quitting the business when i found my coach mm. and I, you know they say most small businesses don't make it you know past two years yeah and it is because people they don't know how important it is that you have a mentor it's very mm-hmm. important that you have a mentor yeah even if you're just starting don't learn those lessons if you don't have to yeah learn them for <laughs> like sure for sure i think another big thing though, though people don't like to invest yeah you know, i don't think it's even that they yeah. don't think they need I, I mean even with the, our business and our clients i just got phone with somebody 20 minutes ago you know yeah. um but it's that people don't like to invest in things they really yeah. don't they want cheap they want easy and if they have to pay arm and yeah. leg for something they don't want to do it and, and it's, it's crazy yeah, that this, it's like that this is something i, this is something I was talking about and now and, I, and this is going kind of going off of it i was doing some research because of something my coach said and i actually went live on facebook i actually got a lot of good traffic 76 percent of people in the world are broke mm-hmm. not just blacks not just hispanics i'm mm-hmm. talking black white Asian, 56% of people are broke in the entire world. So that's 24% wow. that figured it out, meaning you 10% of those are silver, you know, it's got a silver spoon or got lucky. Yeah. So it's like 14% figured it out. Mm. So they did something that the rest of the world wouldn't do. So, you know, all the time we're dealing with people that don't want to invest in themselves. And I get it. Yeah. You know, money, money is hard. But if you, you know, you look back on your last five years and ain't nothing changed. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the question is, did you do anything different? Right. You know, try something that most of people, like, I'm, most of my friends, you know, I got like four or five friends in my circle. Like, it's only one or two of us that actually really went out and did something crazy and invested in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that is the biggest move that you can make is finding, and not just physically or mentally or financially, whatever, whatever you need to fill the void. If it's your mindset. And you go find a Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is expensive as hell. Don't go to him. You know, go, <laughs> go to somebody smaller first. Right. And pay, you know, four hundred dollars for a program to learn. Yeah. So 
That's the biggest thing, man. You be like, yeah. it's just so important people invest in themselves, man. That's where, and, and your mentors and coaches come in different ways, you know. So there's there's a 10K or 25K coach, and then right. Tony Robbins charges a million dollars a year for his. Right. You know, I, I've got, I think I probably purchased five or six. I probably spent five to eight thousand dollars on different programs throughout the past couple years um before i got started into there just to help get those things started and even now I, i've started my first program um helping teach people how to get paid to speak and it's, it's it's made it so much easier because i can go back at the notes i've got three and four hundred pages of notes in mentorship from people that have already been there and you know and things that I've, I've been able to make my own and things that I've been able to apply and practice and that they just keep on paying dividends um, down the road how what do you what do you say to somebody that's that's on the cusp of making that decision you know sometimes you hear um, you know I don't have the money to invest like when are you gonna have it like that's why you need to invest so you can never have the money come up <laughs> yeah that's, that's the first thing I would say to them is you you're never going to have the money. If you heard my statistic and you go and look up, find all the research you can, if more than 50% of people that we know, a lot more than 50%, don't have the money, that yeah. means the chance of you having the money will be never. Like, you can say, I'll wait till tax time. And the biggest thing that helped us is we were in a pit. If you if you put all your chips on the table right now, yeah. I'm not talking chips in a casino. I'm talking chips in the in, in real faith. Yeah. Like I really believe in myself. You put all your chips on the table right now, you would have no choice mm-hmm. but to make magic out of it. Like mm-hmm. when I invested that first twenty five hundred dollars for my coach of money that I did not have, but I mean you gonna make it work. <laughs> some was on PayPal credit. Some was on Chase credit. Sapphire to this day. Dang. <laughs> that I did not have. That was the best decision I ever made in my right. life. It was the worst time of my life, but it was the, the what, uh, when, when is this supposed to happen for me? Yeah. How many people do I know with a, with a successful business? Like yeah. three, two? So it's like, if I never even get to see if it's possible, like it's it's worth it. Like you, you mm. gotta, you're never gonna have the money. It's not gonna be the right time ever. Right. You don't want it to be the right time. You want it to be uncomfortable. Because that's yeah. how you're going to grow. You want to be uncomfortable in a situation. You've got to create your opportunities, you know, yes. in so many ways and manifest them. And Les Brown said, um, everybody in the world is successful or self, everybody in the world is self-made, but only the successful people will admit it. You know, and, and you end up being where you're at because it's, it's where you want to be or it's the decisions that you make. What what message, what what are you trying to leave to the world? What's your message to anybody listening um, and even in your business, both together and separate if they're, if they're different? Um, I would say, you know, to anybody listening that honestly, I think one of the biggest takeaways you can say from our story or in general, if you want to be successful, if you want more out of your life, you need to just believe in yourself. I know it's so simple. It's like the most simple thing in the world and maybe the hardest concept to grasp grasp in the same time but believe in yourself man a lot of people don't believe in themselves or even think they can do it anything different in the first place so they never try so they live in the same cycle do the same things every single day and they go to work and they come home and they complain yeah. and it's like if you just believe you could have more you could do more you could be more me and Ryan talk about this all the time like your life can be so much it can be so much different you know mm. so yeah. So my, my biggest takeaway is kind of kind of similar to that, but it's, it's what I felt I've done over these last years, including like my childhood years, is upgrade yourself. Mm. Like, stay the same, mm-hmm. nothing will change. Yeah. And people like to use the term fake. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you think I'm fake because I upgraded myself. Right. Now, you're still, I mean, I'm, I have no ill will towards anybody, yeah. but the big people struggle with is trying to be too true to themselves mm. and 
something that you actually have to change if you want. If you think that if you want a Ferrari, yeah, the person you have to become to get a Ferrari is not the same person you are hey. today. Yeah. Like, unless you plan on stealing it, you'll have it for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you want to buy a Ferrari, that mm. person that you're going to be when you buy that Ferrari won't be the same person. The guy I used to be, yeah. that one, I, I had rims at one point. Like, I, that was the guy I was. I, I just wanted women. I had to upgrade yeah. myself to get here today. I couldn't be that yeah. same man in these shoes today. So figure out how to upgrade yourself, which is mm. not easy not easy to do, which is why you got to go pay somebody to help you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or go on YouTube. If you're talking about free, we live in a world where everything is free if you want it to be. True. If you want to dedicate yourself, go on YouTube, but you're not going to because you're not going to be committed because yeah. you didn't actually dedicate to one thing. So, mm. yeah. Mm. And, this, it's the, and those those never stop. Like, you're working you're working to become that person. It's not about what I get, but who I have to, who I have to become. But once you close the gap, you know, it, you got to raise the bar again and upgrade yeah. yourself. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's one thing. Okay, cool. You know, you've been working for yourself for a year now, two years, but shoot, what's next? How am I going to get to the next level? I mean, that's, that's pretty tight. What, what is next for y'all? Man, so our, our coach just rolled out uh, a, a million-dollar framework. So mm. right now we just kind of it restructured our entire business, not not so much as fine-tuning, we fine-tuning and we're working on the million-dollar framework, um, which is like so next level. Um, it's really pulling yourself out of business. So we're just mm. trying to get to the next level of this. We'll start hiring very soon. We've already started, but we'll start hiring and really branching off um, in these next few months. Yeah. But it's yeah. really just following our coach and, and I don't know. I don't I don't really know what's next, but it's right. yeah. I, I don't really know either. <laughs> yeah. My, my biggest goal personally. We move so fast that it's yeah. hard. To, sometimes it's hard to think Keep about up. that. Like, yeah. Everything just changed so much in a year. Yeah, my yeah. biggest goal personally is the baby comes in December. Okay. And I'm very hands on with my, my end of the business right now. But, you know, yeah, yeah and yeah. I don't want to be as hands on come December. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, small skill, I guess we can, I, yeah, pull out of the business yeah. like before, before he comes December 5th. <laughs> Own the business instead of run the business, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. I think that's the, that's the same thing. Being able to scale it to a place where you can you know they, yeah. yeah yeah that's that's it man that's it where where can we find you if somebody wants to be a part of your programs or just just to check you out on social media how can we find you yeah so me it's ronniefit.com r-o-n-n-i-e fit.com or just follow me on facebook where i talk about my smack because <laughs> i like you i like you I, I like you to know who i am gotcha for a diet plan. I want you to know who I am. And then mine is rihannaxxfit.com or my Instagram is rihannaxxfit. Okay. Show on Facebook. Yep. Yeah, I love it, man. If, if you're listening to this right now, go follow them, man. If, if you like this episode, comment on it, share it. If and it's not for you, go ahead and tell your friend because this is something special and it's amazing to see, you know, black love. It's amazing to see y'all doing things the right way and doing it together. So for you that's listening, thank you for tuning in to The Dash, and we will see you next time.